Blog Talk Radio. We don't have to wait on 
Put on 
When I get ready to write a song, I do it just like I do when I get ready to read the Bible. I feel like there's a time for all things, and when I get ready to read the Bible, I like to read it with spirit. I like to read it, it, it when I feel that the feeling inside of me, then, then I won't forget what I read. Okay, when I get to feeling like that about a song, when God sends me a song, I don't have to write it down. It comes down from Ohio and it don't go nowhere. I wrote this song. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Harvey Watkins this morning and the spiritual. I've forgotten their name. Oh, the cat and spirituals. The cat and spirituals this morning. And uh, we thank God for them. Thank God for the heavenly choir. And... Uh, he talked about the elderly and everything, and when people get old and that kind of thing, they'll push aside. But God got a spot for everybody. He's got a spot for the young and the old. Hallelujah. And uh, we're thankful unto him for that. Grateful, grateful this morning unto him. We appreciate him. We love him today because it was him that first loved us. Without his love, truly, we don't know what love really is. Yeah, because he is love. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful unto him this morning. Today, uh, we want to talk about weathering the storm. Weathering the storm. What happens uh, when a storm comes? A lot of times we are warned early so that we can prepare for the storm. And the same thing in this Christian walk, in this believer's walk, in the walk of the saints of God. We prepare daily for the storms, the storms of this life even. Yeah. Some people, some uh, states, they don't have uh, storms. They have mainly hurricanes. That's us, Florida. Some places, they have earthquakes. 
I've seen countries where they have tsunamis. Yeah. Sometimes people are prepared and sometimes they are not. But in Florida, they asked us to always keep uh, things prepared in case we get a severe storm or a severe hurricane. Yeah. And so we just thank God uh, for what he's able to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir, Brother Louis, I know what you mean about that huddle house. And I like that Waffle House, <laughs> my favorite, yeah. So we're grateful, grateful today unto the Lord. And intercessors, I want to ask you to pray with me today for those that have cancer. I've gotten several uh, requests uh, for people that have cancer, and we want to pray for that today. And we want to be careful, too, of eating processed foods. Yeah, be very careful with that. Yeah, and be careful gaining weight and that kind of thing. Uh, back in the day, I was told to eat prunes, prunes and raisins, and that have uh, stuff in it, I'm going to say that uh, fight cancer, fight cancer cells that could, you know, progress or come forth, uh, you know. So we pray today that the Lord would give us the right diet. No sugar. Stay away from the sugar, they told me as well. So we praying today that the Lord would give us the right diet to eat, that we don't get these things. And if we do, um, we can have a diet that will battle that, will battle the cells of it. We know that it's not God that, uh, make us sick. A lot of people say, well, God did that to me because I, no, no. It's whether or not you did what you should have done to take care of your body. It's whether or not uh, you've eaten too much of something that, you know, uh, came up. Some people say, well, it's hereditary in my family. Grandmama had it, mama had it, and I'm going to have it. No, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, we curse it from the root. Yeah, we ask God to pull it out from the root that it never comes back because if there's no root, it can't grow. It can't come back. So if we pray and ask God to help us, he's able to do it this morning. And so we're thankful unto him. Whatever we need, God has it. Yeah, I often remember the scripture saying, you have not, Barbara, because you ask not and don't ask amiss. But I want to ask according to his word. He said, above all, he wished that we would uh, prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. So what we have to do is make sure that spirit man is well fed and make sure we're following the instructions of the spirit man. And we will be good. All things must work together for our good because uh, many of us, not only did he call us, but he chose us. And he knows those of us that love him. Hallelujah. And so it's all right today in Jesus' name. Oh, uh, yeah. So listen, yeah, anti antioxidants. Brother Lewis says antioxidants. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to pray at this time. And when we come back, uh, we're coming back with our morning scripture, and we'll come back with uh, another request 
of the morning. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Father, you said we could come boldly before the throne of grace and make our petition known unto you. We thank you this morning that you made a way for us to come to you. We have no other person to go to, no other God to go to who can take care of everything but you, who have all power but you. We thank you this morning for your son, Jesus, our mediator. And we're calling on you, Jesus, this morning to take our petition to the Father. And we're believing because you take it. Not only will he hear, but he will answer. And it won't take him very long. Yeah, he moves quickly. If we need him right now, he's a right now God. And so we thank you this morning that we are able to come before you. Not only you hear, but you answer. Your eyes are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. And Father, you know what's best for us today. So we come this morning, bow down, Father, that you would bless every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast as well. Ask that you would move here today in a mighty way through your word. But Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet, it's a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. You sent your word and your word healed them. Send your word this morning and heal us. But we all need a healing, Father, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Strengthen the senior citizens here. Move by your spirit today, Father. For you know what's best for us. Those that are having trouble remembering, Father, we ask that you would touch and heal whatever's blocking the memory. God, we ask that you would restore it, that you would fix it in the name of Jesus. Father, we bring all those that are sick before you this morning, those that are sick with cancer, those that have family members and friends that's having cancer problems. We know that you're able to heal. You took the beating for the healing of the nation. Father, there's yet healing in the hem of your garment. Most of all, Father, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. And we ask this morning again in the name of Jesus that you would heal your people here today. Anyone that's going through with cancer, again, any family member or friend, heal today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, you didn't say we had to beg. You said ask and it'll be given. Seek and we'll find. Knock and the door will come open to us. And we are asking you this morning. We are seeking you for total healing of cancer this morning, and all manner of sickness and disease. We're knocking on your door this morning to present it to you, O oh God, what we need in healing. Every sickness, every disease, O oh God, every illness again in the name of Jesus, do it for your glory. And Father, that your people come out with a testimony unto you. In the name of Jesus, we come this morning asking, Father, that you would bless those that are incarcerated and their families. God, bless the brethren that is teaching and leading others to you. Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless 
those that are in every branch of the military and their families this morning. Father, they went to do what we can't do. They're doing what we can't do. Bless the administration of the military. Stir it up this morning with your blessings, with your miracles. In the name of Jesus. Father, somebody desire to leave and they're afraid to leave. Open the door and make a way in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. And Father, especially those who can't say your name, can't read your word out loud, can't speak your word to others unless it's in secret. Lucia protecting angels to stand watch this morning to shield and protect. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Hey, today, God, today, Lord Jesus. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for healing. Thank you for taking it out from the root. Mm. Thank you for, oh, thank you. Thank you for a brand new diagnosis, a good, clean, healthy diagnosis this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ooh, thank you for your healing power. Mm, thank you for memory being restored, oh God. Thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord, that diabetes is regulating. Thank you that high blood pressure is regulating. Heart problems, kidney problems, feet problems. Our problems, every problem is being regulated as we pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hearing us and answering us in the healing this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ooh, thank you for your healing power. Hallelujah. Mm. Somebody need to praise him for their healing. Hallelujah. He's doing it right now. And when you go back to the doctor, you're going to get a brand new diagnosis, a good, a clean bill of health. Hallelujah. Uh, he's moving in healing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There's none like, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we glorify you this morning. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, there's none like you. Hallelujah. Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power this morning. Hallelujah. The God that said, let there be light. Light appeared. We thank you this morning. Oh, the God that so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Oh, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah for your healing in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts. Oh, we thank you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Father, we bring widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people before you. We bring Israel and Jerusalem this morning. We bring preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, we, we're not bringing folks that want to be up to be seen. We're not bringing those that want to be patted on the back to feel good about what they've done when they did nothing. 
we bring the true men and women of God before you this morning. Ask that you would open doors and make ways for them, God. Move like never before in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we bring America before you and the leadership. And we ask this morning, Father, that you would forgive us all for all our sins and wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And though our sins be as scarlet this morning, Father, we ask that you would wash us all as white as snow. Forgive us, Lord, and help us today. Restore the right spirit within us. Lord, many have taken on the things of another God. Your word said you won't have no other God before you move this morning for the American people in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Heal our sins, O God. Heal us of the sinful nature and sin that our mother conceive us. Help us to look to you. Or we want to look to the hills today from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And God, we know that some don't believe, but God, you have a mighty sweet way of showing your people that you're real. Do it for them. Your words say, come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give them rest. Your word says, take your yoke upon me and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But Lord, many are stuck in the natural, the God they can't see, a spiritual God. And the flesh is constantly battling with the spirit. But this morning, we ask, oh God, for all of us, even here today, that we make a conscious decision to let the spirit man lead and guide us. But Father, you're leading us and guiding us into the right place. Help us this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning and have your way here today. Move by your spirit here this morning. Bless your people here today again, God. Work miracles, uncommon miracles in their lives right here today in the name of Jesus, in the now. But Father, we realize your time is not our time, for you are time. But work it out for us today, God. We know it's already done. We believe your word. We believe you this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and all praise. Again, in Jesus' name, we're asking it all, Father. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for carrying our petition to the Father this morning. We thank you. We thank you. And, Father, we all want to fail so that God can succeed in our lives. We thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you for being a burden bearer. Thank you for lifting burdens. Thank you for encouraging and inspiring us. And every problem, God, you are able to fix every problem, and we know it this morning. And we simply ask him that you do it in the name of your son, Jesus. Again, we thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. I see cancer battling, <laughs> trying to stay, but it won't be able to. He's already healed. He's already done it. 
So cancer can't stay. Diabetes can't stay. Heart problems, liver problems, eye problems, it can't stay. Hallelujah. He's already done it. Or it won't battle in your body, but God has already cured it. God has already healed it. Hallelujah. And we ask him to take it out from the root. That whatever caused it to grow, it won't come back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The songwriter said, I have a feeling. Everything is going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's already all right. It's already all right in Jesus' name. Yeah, we keep looking to the Lord by healing. Yeah. Because his body must line up with what his word says. Yeah, I'm the head and not the tail. I, even in sickness, I'm above and not beneath. In sickness, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Cancer can come, but I'm not go- going to die from it. It's not going to get any worse. It won't become stage four. Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, I'm more than a conqueror today through Christ Jesus, the Son of God that loves me. I'm going to continue to look to the hills. I'm going to continue to look to him for everything I want and need because he's able to supply for me this morning. He's able to, I feel like praising him. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Lord, today, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Every infection must dry up. Every ounce of inflammation from our bodies must dry up. It can't stay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing this morning. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today. Hey, we can't thank you enough. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Because sometimes it wants to come back because it, it, it didn't get out of there from the root. Yeah. It didn't get out from the root. Mm-hmm. But this morning, We ask God to take it from the root, cut the very root out of there, pull it out. So there's nothing left to grow nothing back. Nothing can come back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all know I go to bed early. And uh, late last night, Minister Hendricks called me and he wanted to talk for a while. And uh, so we got to talk and he said he had to go to Gainesville. And uh, he's going down that way to have some procedures done and I told him we'll be praying for him so intercessors I want to put sister and minister Thaddeus Hendricks on your prayer list yeah and uh, we want to pray for them and uh, I know it's already done God has already done what he said he would do and we just trust him this morning that's all we can do so listen we're going to our scripture reading and after the scripture reading we're going to one more song uh, request of the morning. But I'm looking today at Matthew, the 25th chapter. And right quick, we're going to start with just verses 1 through 4, and we'll go down further. 
But it says this in Matthew chapter 25, starting at verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Verse 2 says, five of them were wise and five were foolish. Verse 3 says, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Verse 4 says, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. I'm going to just read verse 4 one more time and then we're moving on. But the wise took oil in their vessels and their lamps. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Weather in the storm. Are we going to prepare? Are we just going to just wing it out? Whatever happens to me happens. I'm not going to prepare for nothing. Are we going to prepare that if food go out from the grocery store and other places we can't get no food? What are we going to do? Are we going to be wise? What are we going to do? Are we going to prepare? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I'm going to this next song. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back talking about weathering the storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Put your hands together right now. Listen. I don't know where you're listening to this at. Maybe in your car, you're at the crib. Maybe at the mall, the country club. Maybe in the hospital. You could even be on lockdown. But I dare you to get this in your spirit, speak to your situation and say, I will
Hallelujah, hallelujah. How can I forget what he has done for me? Look what he's done for me. Heal my body. Look what he has done for me. Brought me all the way up until this present time. Yeah, wake me up all these mornings of my life. Closed in my right mind enough to know that he is in these last days. Make sure food is on my table. Clothes are on my back. Shoes are on my feet. I have transportation. I'm not rich, but I may have $2. God is faithful. The things that I desire, the things that I want, even in the natural, he began to move. Spiritually, the things that I desire, the test comes. I'm in the midst of a trial right now because he's testing me. And it's already all right in Jesus' name because, see, one thing about the test, he's going to show you. He's going to give you the lessons that will cause you to pass the test. And if you keep your eye on him, oh, you're going to pass the test in flying colors. It's going to be a beautiful uh, uh, ending, test passing. You're going to get an A. Hallelujah. I feel all right, right. Amen goes right there this morning. I see you, 708. God bless you this morning. I missed seeing that number yesterday. And uh, I looked this morning, and there it was. And uh, so I'm happy to see it this morning. All right, y'all. We, we, we may have to go to one more quick song because I have to call in right now. I have to uh, get her in right quick. So let's go to this one, and, and I won't play it all the way through, but I've played the majority of it.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, that's that gate of vocal band. Where should I go but to the Lord? Oh, I thought it was beautiful when I heard it. That's absolutely wonderful. Hallelujah. I don't know nobody else I can go to with the impossible. Yeah. Not with the impossible. Now, I can go to man with things that I know man can do, which is possible. But that which is impossible for man and everything and everybody else, the only person I know to go to is Almighty God, who have all power. And he works the impossible. Yeah, he's able this morning. So, look, we're looking back at Matthew's, uh, Matthew chapter 25. And we're reading down, but we started with the first four verses. And then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took, which took their lamp and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. What we're talking about this morning, our topic is weathering the storm. Weathering the storm. What do you think of uh, when you hear about a storm? Good morning, Sion. God bless you. What do you think about when you hear about <clears throat> a storm? Or if you're in another state, you hear about uh, an earthquake or some other terrible thing. Uh, 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 what they call it, Montezuma Balui. I think that's out in California, maybe out in the desert of Nevada and places like that. What do you dust storms? What do you think of? Because God has given us the opportunity to prepare. And when I'm talking about spiritually preparing, I'm talking about a prayer life and a Bible study life. Because the only way we're going to get through this life, we must know his word. And each one of us need to know it for ourselves. I understand they need a preacher. And how can he preach unless he's been sent? We pray that the Lord sent us to the right church family, that the shepherd of that flock is teaching the true word of God that will get us through this life into that other life, eternal life. But it's our duty as the children of God, as his sons and daughters, to study for ourselves. Not only so I can break it down for others, but so that I know it for me, so I know how to live unto God every day. Every day. I can't wait and say, well, when I turn 70, I think I'll do it. No, no, no. Now is the appointed time. I may not make it to 70. So while you got a chance, we need to get in the word of God and let the word of God get in us. Those of us that say we have a spirit living on the inside, we have the Holy Spirit. Now, some of us, uh, we've been what they call, we, we, we heard him. We heard him. And we converted. We converted to believe that God is real. We converted to believe that Jesus is the son of God. We converted to some things. 
but we haven't fully came all the way in the knowledge of prayer, of faithful prayer, personal prayer life, your own personal prayer closet. I know we go to the pastor, we go to this one, that one, and the other. But if you can't find nobody, what are you going to do? It's best to have your own personal prayer closet at your house or wherever you use your prayer closet. It's best to pray and ask God for understanding of his word for yourself. When the preacher preach, you can say a big amen. Because you understand that what he's preaching or teaching is the truth. Bible study on a Wednesday night, if that's what night your church has Bible study, is very important to go. And not just go on Sunday and, you know, you feel in some kind of way in there because you think you love God. You think you got God. You, you think you're doing right before God. But if you don't truly understand and know his word or know His word and understand it, have wisdom of his word, what, what are you going to do? You don't know what you're waiting on. You don't know when you stand before him what he's going to say because you don't fully know his word because you haven't fully been walking in it. You haven't been living your life according to his word. So the storm is coming. And what we got to do knowing that the storm is coming. We got to do some things knowing the storm is coming. In Florida, they ask us to prepare. Find safe shelter. You, you, you got to have water. You, you, you got to have, if you're on medication, you, they tell you to call the pharmacy and make sure that they give you medication for how many days that the news people said that the storm would last. They tell you to pack non-perishable items. If you're staying home, fill your bathtub with water. If, you, if you heard the, the news about it in time, buy bottled water or, or gallons of water and store it up. This is what they tell us in Florida and other places to prepare for the storm early. We don't want to wait until the last minute. That, that's what them five foolish did. They wait until the last minute. And they had no oil. Lamps went out. We're going to read some more. If you don't prepare, things can get really bad. And it's too late. I think back on Katrina, they asked a lot of people to leave. They would not leave. And when Katrina come through, it was too late. Many died in that. I saw people on the housetop. And people coming by with little boats to try and help to rescue them. They did not prepare. They did not get safe shelter. Well, in a storm, what should I prepare, Barbara? Make sure your window's good and make sure your door's good. Make sure under your doors are good. Everything you need to make secure about your house, that's what you need to do. Make sure you have the non-perishable items. You have children, you got to have snacks and milk and 
All of these are, are things that you need during the storm because you never know how storm is going to end. You never know what's going to happen during the storm. In our lives, we have storms every day. Loved ones die. Yeah. Sometimes a child is put in jail or prison. Sometimes somebody gets deathly sick. The sickness is really unto death. Somebody got a bad diagnosis. Your kidney going out. You got a fatty liver. If we don't get the fat off your liver, you're going to die. All kind of things. Somebody got the pink slip and they, they told them on the job one more time and you out the door. There's some people just went on and put them out the door. They no longer have a job. And some of these people have a lot of bills. These are storms in this life that we must prepare for. Let me tell you this. I often share this with you. You've heard me say this many times, too. I come from a school, a junior high school during that time. And any sports or clubs or anything you were going to uh, participate in, they taught you perfect practice makes perfect. Not practice makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. So we need to be doing a perfect practice in the spirit daily. We need to do a perfect practice in God daily. We need to do more practicing of focusing on him because he said in his word, if we keep our mind on him, you heard me say it a thousand times, he will keep us in perfect peace. You heard him say that we can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Go in your prayer closet because the storm is coming. And you got to weather the storm. You got to get through it. And we want to prepare early because we're wise. We don't want to be foolish. We want to be wise because anything we need, God has it. Anything you want, he has it. But again, we don't want to ask God a myth for things that we know that God won't do. He's not going to give you somebody else's husband. You can forget that. He got. He already have a wife. He's not going to give you somebody else's wife. She already have a husband. Yeah. And we need to take a good look at the word of God. A good look. And ask God to teach us how to apply to our everyday life. You, you hear me say that all the time, basically every day. But I'm going back to Matthew 25 and I'm looking at these virgins. It was 10 of them. And it teaches us five was wise and five was foolish. And the, and the reason we get to see how foolish the five of them were is because they were uh, uh, they didn't trim their lamps. They didn't they didn't take no oil. It says they that was foolish in verse three took no took their lamps 
and took no oil with them. So that got to show us, you, you, you don't know how long the storm is going to last, and you didn't prepare. Verse 4 said, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamp. They took extra oil because they didn't know how long the storm was going to last. They didn't know how long they had to wait on the bridegroom. They didn't know how long it would be before the ceremony money took place because the bridegroom wasn't there yet. But listen at verse 5. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. See, he didn't come right away. It took him a while. Sometimes God is not coming right away in our situation, but because we prepared, we have a prayer life, we have prayer stored up. We're standing on the word of God, and after standing, we're going to stand some more on the screen right quick, and it'll be all right. He's not always going to be instant. I've heard people say he don't come when we want him, but he's always on time. So the bridegroom carried. He didn't come right away. The hour's getting far spent. It's getting later. Some people know for no matter, I mean, we never know how far they had to travel for the for the ceremony, for the wedding. So they all slumbered and slept. And while I'm waiting on God, many days I get tired. While I'm waiting on God, I done went and served a bunch of folk. Now I'm ready to lay down. And he blessed me to lay down and sleep. Because tomorrow he's going to do it again. He'll use me again tomorrow. Verse 6 says, and at midnight there was a cry made. At midnight. Look at here. Late in the midnight hour. God's going to turn it around. Anybody heard that, Fred Hammer? And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. They done slumbered and slept. The foolish didn't take no excess oil. They just took the lamp. Verse 7 says, And then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Huh? Somebody said on the job, see, because it was a storm. They put you on probation on the job and you had to go through, but you were almost to finish the probation. And you walked around and you looked, because they, they moved you from that position to another position. So you walked around and looked and you got yourself together because you was going back to your old position. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil while lamps are gone out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you Are you really serious? You didn't know your lamps was going to need oil. Now you want my oil so my lamp can go out and I can't see. And that's what many people do. They go to other people for prayer. They don't pray for themselves. They go to other people to understand the word because they're not praying and asking God to give them wisdom. 
You got to go for yourself. You got to prepare for you. Everybody waiting on somebody else to do something. Many days, I, I said it last week, it could have been Friday. I asked for help with the board. Somebody else said, well, I'm not going to do it because plenty of people going to do it. Somebody else said, well, I don't have it. Somebody else said, well, I, I can't do it. But we know somebody going to do it. Nobody did it. God stepped in, made a way where I saw no way. Because he is the way. And then a lot of us, that's what we're depending on somebody else to have it. We refuse to go get it for ourselves. So we're depending on somebody else to get it and give us some. They told me that was the welfare mentality in Florida. They say the recipients who get food stamps and welfare, they're always looking for a handout. They're always looking for those that got it to give to them. But if I had to struggle to get it, I had to work hard to get it, it won't be so easy for me to just give it to you because what I had to go through to get it. And you are afforded the same opportunity. You, you, I may work for the blood bank. You may not be qualified to work for the blood bank, but you're qualified to work for the hospital. And we may not go through the same thing on the job, but guess what? You're working and I'm working. You know the, the job and I know my job. Now, when we come together, we can come together and help somebody else that's not able to work a job. But folks able to work a job, but they laid up in the bed, uh, depending on my tax money, your tax money, my hard labor, your hard labor. These are not wise people because they're depending on getting some of your oil when they trim their land. But if we prepare, if we put the resume in, if we go look for the job, put the resume in. They call me for the interview. I do the best interview I can. I dress the part. I might like to have my pants sagging. I might like to have them twisted Medusa snakes coming out my head. But when I go for the interview, I'm going to be as nice and neat as possible. I, I had to prepare for, to get the job. It's important because I got to live. And in this life, you pay for living. Nothing is free. Salvation is not free. Jesus paid a precious price for that salvation. Oh, salvation free. Da, da, da. God did it all. He didn't ask us for nothing but to believe. He asked us to come to him, and those that come to him, we must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we're moving a little further. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. I had to laugh right there. You got to be kidding me. Verse 9 says, but the wise answer saying, not so lest there be not enough oil for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Look now, you're in the storm. 
You had a chance to prepare, but you didn't. Now you want to run out in the storm and get some stuff? It's, it's, it's too late. When you get back from going to get what you think you need, the storm is over. They find you all behind a building dead. Why? You didn't prepare. You had plenty of opportunity to prepare, but you did not do it. You you know how them people is on the job. You know they're not saved. Uh, they haven't been set aside. They, they they haven't received the spirit of the Lord. They go with what they feel. They don't know. They're going by feeling. So your preparation was to pray every day before you hit the job door. And to pray for those that work on the job with you, the administration, you know, the supervisor, the owner, the company, all of this, the management. Your job was to walk in the word. They give you stone, you give them bread. They talk to you crazy, you never talk back to them crazy. They see something about you, and sometimes they don't like it because when light show up, it shines in darkness. And when the light shines in the darkness, guess what it see? It see all the dirty stuff. I got cream colored carpet. When the lights go out, we don't know what color it is. But when the light come on, you can see all the footprints and, and even under the runners, you can see dust. You can see different things if it's not thoroughly clean. Because the light shine, the light show up and show you up. It's work for us to do, but many times we don't want to do it. And some days we get jealous of others. We get angry with others because they, I could do it better. All kind of foolishness. They not going through what I'm going through and talking all that talk. What did I lie to you? Or did I not tell you what the God said in his word? Some people don't like it. They don't like the truth. They'd rather believe a lie than the truth. But he said a liar wouldn't tarry in his eyesight. Now, that's what I'm going to tell you this morning. A liar will not tarry in his eyesight. Now, that's what he said. I didn't say it. You can hold it against me. But I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. I'm simply telling you what he inspired man to tell us in the writing. They had to tell, they had to tell him, no, we can't give you none of this right here we got. Because if we give to you, it won't be enough for us. But go on out there to them that sell it and buy for yourself. In verse 10, check it out now. And while they went to buy, that's some foolish ones, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Those of us that prepare, no matter what come our way, we're going to weather it on through the storm. We're going to come out more than good. Sometimes we're going to come out better coming through the storm than we were before we had the storm. Huh? Many times trials come and we learn to pray more. 
We learn to walk in God's word more. We learn to trust him more. We We learn to have more faith. Because we had to go out in the storm sometimes. Because we didn't prepare. We didn't bring enough oil for our lamp. And we asked them over there because we saw they light burning bright. They had plenty of oil. But they said they couldn't give us none. Because it wasn't, it wasn't going to be enough for them and us. So verse 11 says, Afterward came also the other version, saying, that's them fools now, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. They went out and got them some oil and was blessed to come back, but when they got back, it was too late. Twelve says, but he answered and said, There I say unto you, I know you're not. Did y'all hear that? I know you're not. Because all this time you had to prepare, you did everything but prepare. You, you, you'd rather hang out with them that's not saved and do what they're doing. You, you, you'd rather on the job cuss with everybody else and gossip and, you know, all be buddy-buddy, rub elbows with the super unsaved supervisor. So now the trial has come and God don't know you. But I believe, but I don't know you. I don't see no work. I, I don't see nothing on you that have my name on it that you've done unto me or for me. You work right next door to the nursing home. You never went over there and carried a bottle of water to nobody. You never prayed a prayer for nobody. You get in your car every day from work and go home. And on Sunday, you show up in church all dressed up in your three-piece <laughs> And now the storm, now you want me to let you in. Now you want me to deliver. Now you want me to fix you. Let me tell you something. I've been dealing with somebody, and they sick. They have cancer. All they want is for God to heal them so that they can do what they used to do. I want you to hear me this morning. What they used to do, it was not unto God nor for God, nor for God's people. See, they want to be here so they can steal club because while they sick, they cook, they trying to club. While they sick, they trying to party. While they sick. Betty has said, GM, and sent a heart emoji, a tulip emoji, a heart emoji, and sent an image. Okay. While they sick, they still doing what they used to do. No changes. And the only way they go and talk to the preacher it's because they want the preacher to pray and God hear the preacher and heal them. Y'all ain't heard me this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how would you feel? All I've done for you, and then I'm having a big function, and I tell you to come on to the function. You never invited me to nothing you had. You never brought me a glass of water. You never did anything for me. 
but I invited you to the function. And when you came to the function, you came half-stepping. You didn't have all you need to get into the function or to wait for the function to start. You had to leave where the function is being held and go do some things so that you could last through the engagement. So when you get back, everything is already started. We don't we close the doors because all the invitations but yours is in. And no need to leave the doors unlocked or open because nobody else is welcome to come in. We we had a certain amount of people we invited. But now here you come knocking on the door until I open it up and let me in. And people say, I don't know you. Because those that know us and we know them, they were on time. They were wise. They prepared. They did what should have been done so that they could come in and have a wonderful time. See, the wise was able to go in and see the wedding performed, the marriage performed. They got a chance to even see the bridegroom in his tuxedo and, you know. Sometimes they cry when they see the bride coming down the aisle. But this was a different kind of bridegroom right here. This was the son of God. After it came also the other virgin saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Barely, I say unto you, I, I know you're not. I don't know you. We're not opening the door. Yeah, go, go on now. We don't I'll stay out there, but we're not opening the door. And you can stop pounding on the door. We're not opening it. 13 says, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Did you hear that? Now, that's what he said. I, I had nothing to do with it. Watch therefore. There's another scripture that teaches us to watch as well as pray. I, I'm talking to uh, the saints of God. I'm talking to the true Christians. I'm talking to the true believers this morning because they know the word of God. Watch as well as pray. That's what the word says. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. We don't know when God coming back. We're going through the storm now. All right, Brother Louis, God bless you. We are going through the storm of life right now. And we should be going through with the Son of God. We should be going through with Jesus. He's our mediator. He's the often finisher of our faith. He's our Lord and Savior. He's the Son of the true and living God. He's the one that suffered and died for us. He's the one that God used his blood to redeem us back to him. If we're going through in this life, we should be going through for his sake and going through with him. He's with us going through. He said he wouldn't leave us nor forsake us. He would be there until the end. So what are we doing for the song? What are we doing when they lie on us? That's a storm too. Because see, people will believe negative 
way quicker and much, much easier than they will believe positive. If folks come and tell folks, hey, look, you know, uh, Sister Barbara had a ministry in uh, Alaska. And when she left Alaska, uh, she traveled a lot and came back to Florida. She was all up through Georgia, you know, and they looking at you crazy. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. That's what they most likely to say. You know, she 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 went to prison. You know, she used to sell dope. You know, she lost her children. You know, the children say this and that about her. Now, somebody over there who know the truth and got got all them lies. They lied on the woman. Somebody else said, well, I, I don't know about that because if your children say this, what child going to lie on their mama, them that let the devil use them? They'll believe quicker. They'll believe the lies much quicker than they will believe the positive. Yeah. The pastor, he's doing the very best he can for the flock. He in the word night and day to get the best wisdom out of it to bring to the people, to the sheep. Oh, they, they can't hear nothing about him. If they heard he lit a candle, oh, it's against him. Was it a scented candle or a plain candle? Oh, I'm just telling you. They can't hear nothing about, oh, 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 you know he went to Burger King. Well, did he eat the meat burger or did he eat that uh, vegetable burger they're selling now? The pastor said he wanted some coffee and donuts. Well, which, which donut shop did he go to, Krispy Kreme, or did he go to Dunkin's? <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. But we, the people of God, we got to go to God and get it right. We know not the day nor the hour when he's returning. Yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not promised. All we have is right now. And that's in minutes, that's in seconds, in minutes, in hours. If we'll draw now to him, he will draw now to us. And some people feel like, well, you know, I've been in this 30 years, you know. I've been going 10 years. Yeah. But where you been going? The church? We got to get that Bible study in. If your church is having Bible study, go to Bible. If you don't make Sunday service, make Bible study. Because a lot of people go on Sunday, it's a gathering. It's like being a member of a social club. And then they feel like they're doing God some good. But when you go to the house of the Lord, it shouldn't be for you. He he, you said you're saved. You said God saved you. You said you have God's spirit. You said you love God. You believe. It shouldn't be for you when you go on Sunday. Wednesday night should be for you because you're going to study the word with the pastor, get an understanding and wisdom so like on Sunday, when you go on Sunday, it should be for those that you're going to empty what the pastor taught out to. You went on Sunday, it was a filling station. You filled up and you taking it out all week long to share it with others. But folk go to church to feel better about themselves and I don't understand that. 
you liking something. Every time they have altar call, you down there. You need to get down there one day and receive Jesus for real. With a well-made-up mind to stay with him. And now, of course, he see what you're doing and he don't kill you, so you think God is all right with the sin you're committing. But he's not. And listen, it's appointed once unto man to die. And after death comes the judgment. You hear me? We all got to stand before God individually for everything we've done in this life. Heaven is a special place. You've heard me say this a thousand times or more. Heaven is a special place, and not just in and every old body is going to heaven. No one is slipping and sliding and skating off into heaven. I know they think that. Because they feel like if I believe, that's all I got to do. Well, if you believe, you'll be in the Word. If you believe, you'll have a prayer life. If you believe, you'll go to Bible study to learn the word for yourself, and you'll go on Sunday to get the word to share with others, and the fellowship with your brothers and sisters on Sunday. You will be a cheerful giver all through the week. Some days you would give your last knowing you don't have no more, but you believe God would have you to do it, so you trust in him because he always shows up. For you. It's time for the church to come to the forefront. It's time for the church to rise. See, and that's what happened. Too many folks went and got the word and took it home. And that's as far as it got. They went to work the next day and they didn't take it to work. They left it home. So we go to church to get the word to take out in the hedges and highways. You don't have to be a preacher to witness. Remember, Zacchaeus was up in that tree. He wasn't no preacher, but he was a witness. Quite a few people, they didn't label them as Christians, but they, I mean, as preachers, but they was witnesses, even women. Look at Lydia. Remember Lydia with that purple? Uh, Priscilla and Aquila. They were great witnesses. God gave a great commission that we all would go all over the world and spread the gospel. If you can't go, support those who go. I support Inspiration Ministries. They go all over the world. I can't go all over. Now, many from all over the world come to Jesus in the morning, but I can't go to them. But I support those who go. And we must get serious about the storm. We got to weather the storm. We, we, we got to stand firm. We must prepare because the warning came early. We don't have no excuse. We don't want to be foolish. We want to be wise. We don't want to wait till the last minute and then try and prepare for the storm. It's too late. Men are going to wait till God show up and then, Lord, Lord, and he got to tell them just like he did. Hey, depart from me. I don't know you. Who are you? 
This is why daily we preparing and praying that we're the church without spot or wrinkle. We're the church that God knows. Each individual that says they're saved, and if you are saved, you are the church, and you represent Christ. You represent God. They are one. I want to read that one more time. I want to read it just one more time. Down to verse 13. Matthews chapter 25, starting at verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wives took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Verse 5 says, while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Verse 7 says, Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. 8 says, And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. 9 says, But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Ten says, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Eleven says, afterwards came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Verse 12 says, but he answered and said, verily I say unto you, I know you not. 13 says, watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. We don't know. <clears throat> Look, we don't know when they're going to say, uh, call on the job and say, you need to come home and come quick. What's wrong? Mom passed. You, 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 you never know if you'll get a call, your husband passed. Your brother or your sister passed away. You'll never see them again. It's over with. Nothing you can do to bring them back. Some people for years and years and years and years, Hold on to that like it's, a, it's, it's that same day when they got the news that the person passed. They have not moved on in their lives. Every day they think about this person and what they lost. But that time should be spent preparing. That time should be spent praying. That time, you're giving all that time to someone that's dead and gone. Give that time to Bible study or give that time to a scripture you read. Go back over it in your mind and begin to talk to God about it. But we hold on to the wrong stuff. And yet we think we're preparing for something. We're preparing for our flesh to be pleased. That's what we want because we in feelings. We got to move past the feelings because feelings come and go. But I know. Is a big difference. 
I know my Redeemer lives. It, it's not in what I feel. I know God redeemed me back to him. And he's yet alive with all power. I know Jesus is Lord and Savior. It's not in what I feel. It's what I know. I know it for myself. Yeah. After all these years, I'm convinced I am Barbara Pittman. Yes, I am. You can tell me anything else you want to tell me, but I know. And it's not how I feel. It's that I know I'm Barbara Pittman. And that's the way we got to get about the word of God. That's the way we got to get about God and his son. We must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can't go to church on Sunday only and skip Bible study on Wednesday or whatever night you have it and think you're going to stand or at home. This Linda sent an image. You, you can't do that at home. I mean, not at home. You, you can't do that just at Bible study and you don't never pick the book up at home. You can't just walk out here and walk around with your mind on foolishness and not on God and think you're going to be in peace. You're going to have some problems. All the trauma that you done went through, you're going to still be suffering. Why? You're not giving God what he needs to keep you to sustain. You're not giving yourself what you need to sustain you in the spirit. You're still walking in your flesh. You're walking in your feelings. That's not the place to be. I'm going to walk knowing. I'm going to walk believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That he is, he is on my side. That he is, he is a prayer answering God. He is the true and living God that have all power, Jehovah. I thank him this morning. Thank him for his word because his word truly is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. Forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Look, if it's settled in heaven, do you know how true that word is? Do you know how powerful God's word is? Ooh. So we know what it can be right here on the earth. Right here on the earth, it'll shake the foundation of the, the word of God. will shake the foundation of the earth, of the world. It can shake your house. I remember one time I was in a bad situation. And just as sure as I'm sitting here, I know I was going to get killed. Do y'all hear what I say? I knew I would die that day. And all I could remember to do was to call on the name of Jesus. And guess what happened? All that went away. Uh-huh. I got a chance to call the police. And what was going to go on, they came and arrested the person. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and the Lord made it all right after that. But we must believe and believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him daily. Stir up the gifts and you pray for that. Lord, show me how to stir up the gifts in me. I need to know. Yeah. I want it done your way, not my way. And it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The songwriter said, I have a feeling everything is going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to be all right, be all right, be all right. Yeah. And we should have that feeling. Well, we should know. Everything is going to be all right. With Jesus on our side, things are going to work out right. We are going to make it. Mm-hmm. You made it this far? Yeah, you're going to make it. Now, the enemy will tell you, oh, no, you're not going to make it. You're going to die. Oh, no, you're not going to do this. You're not going to. No, no, no. I'm standing on the word of God, and after standing on his word, I'm going to stand some more because I'm standing on the solid foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm standing on what won't give in, what can't be broken up. There's nothing you can do with this because all power set it into motion. All power. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Listen, um, we're going to one more song of the morning, and uh, I'm going to open the studio early. And I know somebody knows something about them ten virgins. I know somebody knows something about the five wise and the five foolish. I know somebody got a testimony of what God has done in their lives. Yeah, I know somebody can say something on his behalf. Because if you need him to say something on yours, he would. Yeah. I remember going to court many times and, and, and with people. And they needed somebody to stand up and say something for them. And God need us to say something for him. Hallelujah. But we don't want to do that. We like to sit back and just enjoy the ride and don't say nothing and let God say everything and You know, we give him in secret, and he will reward us openly. But sometimes we need not be ashamed. And you ain't got to tell your personal business. And you ain't got to tell nobody, well, two years ago I went to jail for driving drunk. That's not what we want to hear. Now, you know, some people, uh, they like other people's business. But that's not what Jesus in the morning is about. Yeah, but maybe God did something for you. I think he's going to call in and do it. Let me go to the song. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Will you be my life when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? 
And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not I shall not walk Cause my cock's running over, running over And I shall not walk And I will lift my eyes To where my help comes from And I won't be afraid of the shadow Cause I've seen the sun No, I will not stop When the way gets hard Cause the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say, I shall not walk. No, no, I shall not walk. Hey, oh, my soul got a shepherd in the valley and I shall not walk. Oh, I shall not walk. Oh, I shall not walk. Cause my cup's running over. Cause my cup's running over. 
hallelujah, hallelujah, I shall not want. I love that song right there. I don't have to want this morning because God is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Yeah. All I got to do is go to him. And if it's according to his will, it's already done. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. It is already done. And I am grateful unto God for being on my side today in spite of me. He's the God that looked beyond fault and yet meet my needs. Yeah. He looked beyond old Barbara. Mm -hmm. Saw it and looked beyond and said, okay, I'm going to put that in the sea of forgetfulness too. Because he knows the very intent of my heart. My heart is not to hurt anybody, but to treat people right. And I, I want to share this too. I see why the Lord moved for me the way that he moved and put me in the place where he put me, separated me. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. I'm a cheerful giver, and everybody's not like that. And many times when people see that you are a cheerful giver, they, they want to see how long you can be given, be, well, be cheerful at giving. Yeah. They would get all that they can get from you. And I'm not used to people like that. I've had house guests to come. And, and Minister Shonda, I hope you don't mind me telling this this morning, but it's a testimony unto God. She came. Now, I gave her what I could. I didn't have a lot of money. Gave her a dress that was too big, but it was pretty to me. And I was thinking, well, she could take it to the seamstress, and the seamstress can fix it to fit her, and it'll be a nice dress. I didn't have much money. Gave Sister Diane a pair of shoes. I didn't have much money. But I went to the Dollar Tree and made a little basket or a little bag or something with little sweet treats and things to give to them. God loves a cheerful giver. While she was here, uh, she paying for meals, she doing this, and, the Lord, and she doing that. Bless me real good, real good. And even when she got back home, she sent me a gift, and that gift was really, really heavy. And how many know you pay for shipping if it's heavy? She yet did that. Paid for the heavy shipping. God loves a cheerful giver. Now, see, she didn't come to just take. And then he, Sister Diane came with her, with her. And when Sister Diane got back, every birthday she was on it. One time she sent me a birthday gift of money before my birthday. I said, well, why is she sending this so early? She believed it was my birthday. Yeah. God loves a cheerful giver. And we do, we do, we do. We have, we must be careful because people will take advantage of you. I, I see people, and, and, you know, they told me about somebody they know that I know or somebody they introduced me to and I got to know. They tell me about a family member I know. And when I mention doing something for the other person, they don't like that. 
And I'm like, what kind of saved folk are these? God loves a cheerful giver. And, and this is what I learned, Sister Jerry. I learned this. The more I give, the more God is going to give to me. Let, yeah, I know you may not understand what I'm saying this morning. But if I give and not give grudgingly, but I give cheerfully, God is going to make a way for me. I wanted me four brand new tires because it's been a while. And I done been somewhere everywhere, up and down, uh, I-10, 95, 475-20. Yeah, I done been some places, North Carolina, all kind of places. And I wanted some tires. I didn't see no way, but God made a way. Do y'all hear that? On Friday, I go have a tie. They're going to put them on. I had to make an appointment at their store, and they'll put them on. Nice ties. Nice rims on them. Because I try not to get too fancy. Listen, God loves a cheerful giver. And if we have a prayer life, a Bible study life, a life of praising God for the good and the bad, a life of giving unto others. A life of being patient to wait on God. You, you're going to be blessed. Many we have. I have the gift of giving. That's one of the greatest gifts you could ever have. The gift of love. But other folks want other gifts. They want the gift of prophecy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Ooh, we to have that one, your trials are great. Great, I'm talking about great as, as of, uh, of Samuel. Mm. Great trials. But you'll come out with an A. Sometimes you come out with a B. And he said, I'm going to get that other part to you so you can make an A on it. Because you, you got to finish the test. Don't you hear him say, to whom much is given, much is required. That is very true. Very true. But I thank God for being faithful. I'm not faithful, but he is. He is faithful. Ooh. And I thank him for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to one more request of the morning. And still, when we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Hallelujah. And I want to say this about yesterday. I really and truly did think that he was going to get on to the message because I didn't hear the whole uh, video. I just only heard the first part, the singing and, you know, the church announcements, and I thought he was going to get right to the preaching, but he didn't. It, it was going to take a while. So, you know, I, we had already heard the lady with the witchcraft uh, testimony, so I wasn't going to hold you up with getting from all through the church stuff to the message. Yeah, so I apologize. But uh, we want to go to one more song of the morning, and when we come back, again, the studio is open Feel free to share something this morning. Mm-hmm. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we thank him this morning for his word. We thank him for his power. Thank him for all he has done for us, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things. That was Mr. Van Morrison when God shined his light this morning. And so we're thankful. We're thankful unto him. Good morning to your sister, Dorothy Goodman. God bless you this morning. And sister Jerry Crowd, God bless you. And uh, sister Irene, God bless you this morning. My 708 area code, God bless you this morning. Minister Shonda, God bless you. God bless you. And uh, Minister, I mean, Pastor David, God bless you. And uh, God bless you, Sister Andrea Spinner. And God bless you, Sister Sion. Sister Rita, God bless you this morning. And uh, I believe that's Brother Anthony at the house. God bless you, Sarge. And uh, 267 might be my goddaughter, Laura. God bless you this morning, Laura. God bless you, Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah. God bless you today. And I pray that everyone have a blessed day, rest of your day, and uh, that God move in a mighty way for you today. Listen to me, Minister Shonda. Uh, when you can, I don't know if you can right now, but if you have to go to the bathroom or whenever you can, wherever you can, I feel the spirit of the Lord moving for you this morning. And I need you to just lift your hands up in praise and begin to praise God because he's fixing some things in your life. He's, he's, he's turning some things around for your good. I know that. And I also can see some finances falling down around your money. I, I see that falling down around you, Minister Shonda, but he wants you to notice, too, every round go higher. And after this, he says, just stay. That's, that's what I hear. After this, just stay. That's what I hear this morning. And maybe you know what he's talking about, but that's what I hear. And that's what I see him doing for you today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Mm. There's a healing taking place as well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even in your heart. Hey, God. Hey, thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Mm. I see some deep hurts at your past. Yeah. And he's fixing it today. He's going to totally heal you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We bind up every evil and hindering and negative spirit that's coming her way. Anything that's not Jesus coming her way. Father, we bind it up and cast it back to the pits of hell, never to return. We ask that to put your seal on it, that you would rebuke the devourer for her sake. In the name of Jesus, thank you this morning. And hey, Lord, I thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm, thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're grateful unto him this morning, and we thank him. 
see on, I just see a spirit of cheerfulness around you. And I, the enemy, he come to steal, kill, and destroy. And I know he wanted to upset you, aggravate you, even make you angry. But I see a spirit of cheerfulness around you. It's like a bubbling, yeah. I say, well, well, go on then. <laughs> yeah, I see that around you because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And ever there was a time that you trusted God and had faith, it's now. Yeah, you, you hadn't been that way before, uh huh. But you're that way now and in strength. Yeah, nothing can get you down. You're standing firm. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Hallelujah. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Brother Anthony, just lift your hands and tell the Lord thank you this morning. And we thank God for what didn't happen. Yeah, we're going to thank God for what did not happen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful unto him. Laura, lift your hands when you can. And just begin to praise God. Just begin to praise God. I see an unexpected letter. Uh, Laura, come in the mail for you, baby. Uh, but it's good news in that letter. Good news, yeah. In the letter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. So, Sustainer, I just need you to say yes to the Lord. That's all. Just say yes. And it's already done. Oh, yeah. Ha. It's already done. Thank you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. God is going to begin to remove some things from around you. And it's not a bad thing that they got to be removed, Sister Spinner. It's a good thing because it's going to cause you to draw closer. Yeah. Not that you're not close now, but draw closer. Hallelujah. So just begin to praise him and begin to thank him. I also see dollars falling down around you today, too. And we tell the Lord, thank you. We're not in tune for money and stuff and things. But whatever he decides to do for us, we tell him, thank you. Hallelujah. We glorify him. We praise him. Oh, yeah, we lift him up. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing for us. Hallelujah. Because he don't have to do it. Yeah. Songwriter even said, I don't know why. <laughs> Jesus, he loves me. I can't sing, but it's all right this morning. I don't know why he cares. I love that. I don't know why, but he sacrificed his life. Hey, and I'm glad. So glad he did. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm glad. I want the world to know. I'm so glad he did because he did it for me. Hey, thank you. Hallelujah. He did it for me. Sacrifice his life because he loved me. And I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 708, I see a few dollars falling around you as well. I see money falling. Yeah. It won't always be like this, 708. God is perfecting that with concerning you. I believe it today. It's not later, but it's going to be sooner. It's going to work in your favor. He's turning it around for you. 
around for you today. Around for you. He's turning it around for you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you today, Lord. Oh, thank you. Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Do it, Lord. I'll do it. In the name of Jesus. Move in a mighty way. Reveal yourself, O oh God. Make plain, make it straight. In the name of Jesus. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you for what you're doing right now. Oh, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank him this morning. We thank him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, uh, yeah. It's already all right. Rose Brown, all right, Minister Shonda, uh, uh, bear with me. I'm coming to you. Uh, Rose Brown, I want you to believe today here. If you've never believed God before, I need you to believe today. I see some good reports coming your way. Good reports. Good reports. Good reports. God is doing it. Can't nobody do it. The devil can't do it. Uh, the doctor can't do it. Nobody can do it but God. If he's sending good reports, your way. Yeah. And it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm bringing Minister Shonda in right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning. Um, I just wanted to, good morning, Evangelist Barbara. Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to come on and just give a testimony because um, I believe that testimonies do um, encourage somebody else. So what you spoke uh, about me this morning, uh, Evangelist Barbara, was the truth because I had been going through a sickness. Um, and you wouldn't have known that because I, I, I didn't tell you. Um, I was diagnosed again with breast cancer. I finished chemotherapy on the 18th of November, and I had my surgery on the 28th. Um, after the chemotherapy, I went through it pretty good, but I've been having some swelling in my body, and I was concerned that it might be my liver, so I was going to, on my break, uh, call my doctor because um, I'm going to have some blood tests done this week uh, before my surgery uh, just to see if they can do some extra tests because I'm having this swelling. But I say all that to say that God is faithful. Because as the program was going on, I was praying to the Lord. And uh, then Sister Barbara uh, started uh, speaking about healing and that um, after this, um, just to stay, just to stay. And uh, I just took that as, as after I go through all this, um, treatment that I got to go through, stay with God and stay faithful. And um, I just praised him this morning for using you, Sister Barbara, because this swelling has just really, it's been very painful not to be able to bend my limbs. But he's moving, and he's on our side. And sometimes we don't always feel like he's there because he's silent sometimes. 
but he will send someone to either speak a word and you know it's true because you ain't told them a soul about thing, a word about your situation. And so um, I just thank God for what you said. I pray in the name of Jesus that it lifts you up, that he uses you mightily to help the saints advance, which is a blessing to me. And I pray it's a blessing to you and everybody that's listening, that God is hearing and he's using people and advances is, uh, is um, I hate to just say the real deal because it's something more beautiful than those words. I just don't have the vocabulary. But I praise him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you today. Thank you, Matisse. Thank you. Minister Shonda, have a blessed day and look, because he's not through. Hey, he's not through. Yeah, and he's going to give you some strength. You're going to come back stronger than you've ever been. Yeah, because there's work to be done. And it's not about Shonda no more. It's going to be all about what he would have Shonda to do and what he won't done. Hallelujah. I thank God for Jesus this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I uh, love the Lord. He He heard my cry. Yeah, he heard my cry. And uh, I thank him for it because that's healing. That's healing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So listen, is there anybody? Listen to this, uh, 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 Rose Brown. Minister Shonda, I'm going to close your mic back. So if you want to speak again, just press that number one again. Rose Brown, wait a minute. I want you to listen to this. This is serious business. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got to find it.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, uh, uh, Rose Brown. I need you to praise God. I need you to praise God. Because let me tell you something. When you praise him, his blessings is coming down. Oh, yeah. And it's already all right today in Jesus' name. All right. Coming at you right now, area code 251-497. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Well, bless. Highly favored. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning, everybody listening. First of all, I want to give God thanks for life, health, and strength, keeping my right mind. Thank you for allowing me to see another day never seen before. Thank you for the activity of my limbs. Uh, thank you for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me yet. And I just I just thank God for being here, alive and well. Uh, just the uh, enemy just been trying to attack me here lately. And, uh, you know, I just thank God, uh, Miss Barber, because uh, the other, a couple of days ago, uh, pulling the load and the I was pulling the load, uh, going up a hill, and I was in uh, Tennessee, and, uh close to Mount Eagle, and I was about 60 miles from uh, Murfreesboro, and I done been through that area, you know, quite a few times with the same truck and all uh, a load, and I'm going up the hill, and uh, I'm looking at the truck, and, uh, you know, my light indicator for the coolant had been acting up on the truck, and uh, so, you know, uh, I'm, I already know that, you know, it's uh Either was about to go out, or you know we're having an issue with it. But it, it say it's getting hot, but the truck ain't getting hot. But being that the sensor, you know, is malfunctioning or you know false reading, uh, the truck don't know that. So we're going up the hill and the load, and you know I, I drove the truck plenty of times, and I had a, the pedal basically to the flow going up the hill and going up the hill and. The, Looking at the uh, the coolant level on the truck, and it, it's just starting to rise and get hot. And uh, before you know it, she she starts bogging down, and what she usually do that it to bog down and get you know go slower because it got a load on it. and You going up a hill, so it's trying to pull. Well, uh, it got to the point where it got real bogged down, and the, the speed decreased a whole lot, and she cut off on me. And now I'm going up the hill in the three lane, and I'm in the climbing lane, but the slow climbing lane. So I got my hazard lights on, you know, and we got trucks going up the hill. They going about 60 miles, you know, or less, you know, about 50. And then you got cars, too, of course. Well, you know, I just thank God for his grace and his mercy. The, the, when the, the truck cut off, you know, you lose all power. It's just like a a, a car. You know, when it cut off, you can't control it. You can't do the steering, but thank God. And I just give God his glory. He let me be able to make it or had me to have knowledge to get over in the third lane, which was close enough, you know, to the side of the road where I could get off. But I still, it wasn't enough room at one point for me to get off, you know, on the side. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Lord, let me, you know, you know, just cover me. You know, I'm talking to him because I'm in a dangerous situation because these trucks coming. It's nighttime, you know, and I just came out of a corner going up the hill. So now these trucks is coming up the hill. They can't see until they get around the corner, you know. But thank God again, I was far enough 
out the curve, you know, so you had a little bit of time to, you know, to be able to see me. And uh, I just thank God. Thank you, Lord. So uh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Ah, uh, uh, I thank you, Lord. Yes. Sorry, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hey, Lord. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's just, just so good. And as Miss Mercy, you know, is covering, and uh, I was able to get the truck started again. Uh, tried like three times to get out of that lane, to get over the side of the road, and you know, she will cut off on me, and I will wait, and I'm looking back, looking at the traffic, and these trucks, it just seemed like they were just coming out of nowhere. That's the most trucks i ever seen, and Miss Barbara, I just seen, it's kind of like seeing your life flash before your eyes, you know, uh, before I could make it all the way out of the road, you know, and again, I thank God, thank you, Lord, for his grace and his mercy, for his coverage, uh, and uh the last time I cranked, before the last time I was able to crank it up and get all the way out the road on the side where the road came to the soda that I was able to pull off, enough room to pull off, coming out of the curve, getting straight. Uh, there was a truck coming, and I don't know if he wasn't paying no attention or what, but Miss Barbara wanted to tell you the truck, literally a couple hundred feet from being able to, from hitting my truck, you know, hitting the trailer. And, you know, I couldn't see what's on the side, you know, or where I was at, but I could see the tree line, you know, and I, I seen the trees there, but, you know, that truck and what I had on, a, you know, 40,000 pounds. So, you know, I, the tree might not, you know, and I don't even know if it, what would have happened, but I thank God for his grace, his coverage of the blood over me and, not letting no harm come to me. The truck steaming, you know, and I had the flash kind of uh, on the truck that has a, a, a light indicator, a marker, where you could test your lights. And uh, the truckers, they use that when they drive. And I know you, sometimes y'all might have seen the truck when you drive by or you you might just catch it. They driving up the road and you'll see they it look like they brake lights. They tap their brake lights and the, uh, the lights, you know, blink. Well, most times that's that's not them hitting their brakes. That's them hitting the the marker indicator, and it'll make your lights on your truck all your lights flash, you know. And that's the sign with a trucker to tell them thank you, you know. Uh, most of the time when you're trying to get over or when you pass the truck, you know, and they hit they flash they or uh, high beam alone to let you know you can get over, and then you hit the light marker and tell them thank you. But uh, long story short, you know, I just thank God again. I was able to get out of the road and get the safety, but you know, just to be in that situation and and you know, just to experience you that experience that, and I never had experienced it before in my life, you know, being in that situation, uh, and I couldn't get out, you know, when when everything was in the beginning, I couldn't even get out of the truck because you're supposed to get out and put your triangles down, so you know, the trucks will be able to see that you broke down, but, 
you know, I, 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 if I would have got out of the truck, I could have got hit. So, you know, it was kind of, you know, the situation staying there and doing the safest thing I knew possible, you know. So I had to call the, you know, the state trooper, or the, the police to come out there and, you know, let them know I was it and the mile marker I was it and or getting them to come out there and get behind me. So, you know, the trucks wouldn't, uh, nobody wouldn't hit me. But that happened before the, you know, the state trooper got out there and everything. But, again, I just thank God, you know, I just thank him because things could have been worse. But, you know, his grace and his mercy, he kept me. And then I say the the enemy just being doing one thing after another, uh, you know, my a uh, couple weeks, well, a couple days ago, my uh, about a week or two ago, my grandmother, uh, she fell and uh, you know, had an issue with her falling. And then I called my my mother a couple days ago. Well, I called my mother and she told me about it. Well, it just so happened, you know, the Lord put it on my spirit to call my grandma. So I called her again and, you know, she was talking to me. And she was like, yeah, she was like, I got a black eye. And I'm like, okay, mama, how you got a black eye? And she said, I failed again. So now, you know, that's on my mind, you know, her falling. And now I, I call, you know, with this situation and what's going on and everything, with these, this truck coming down with, it's like they're trying to keep me here, hold my house, and I've been trying to get home. You know, it's just I've just been having to ask God to move in the situation for me and kind of keep my cool because, you know, I just uh, it don't sit well with me. I'm trying. I'm telling y'all to send me home. You know, I'm I'm done with dealing with y'all, and y'all keep not like y'all not listening. You know, and you know, I just it just put me in a situation where you know I don't want to get out of my character with these people, but at the same time I'm frustrated. Again, I got a lot going on. You know, a lot to think about, and uh, I get. Out here where I'm at now, and here in Texas, and I have a, I got an uncle that lives in uh, San Antonio, and uh, you know I reached out to him, so I was gonna try to get him to come, you know, pick me up, cause I was gonna just leave the truck where it was at, get my uncle to come get me, you know, and I uh, figure out how to get home from there, and um, when I reached out to my uncle about you know him coming to get me, he told me he was back in uh, Washington D.C. with my aunt. Uh, my my dad's uh, I think it's my dad's younger sister. Uh, she's in the hospital on the ventilator. So when I got that report of that, you know, so I had to, you know, that's on my mind. And you know, that, me and my that that aunt personally, you know, we close. You know, since my dad died and I kind of reconnected with them, you know, I talked to her often. You know, she comes and visit me, and you know, when she come do her little vacation, she'll come down and hang out with me. You know, for a little bit just to check on me, and you know, a woman of God, she, you know, her, she, she, believe in God, and you know, she encouraged me, you know, just to continue to to focus and to keep my mind on God and stuff, you know, that I need to do. You know, she encouraged me, and uh, you know, just to know, you know, prior to a couple of weeks, you know, that I checked out her Instagram, and I don't talk to her all the time, but I do. You know, communicate with her now and then. You know, I, she she's doing all right. And then just to know, just out of the blue, you know, this happened. So now I got this going on, and it's just being one thing after another. But I know God is a a just a merciful God, and you know, I know God uh, is 
keeping keeping my family, you know, as well as all our family members, you know, we you know, we go through it, but we just got to trust God and this is another, you know, test for me for God to to be able to trust God and be on my face cuz you know, the enemy had me looking at it one way, but you know, I know in the end, you know, I got the victory. So, you know, I just I just thank God and Y'all just continue to pray for me and keep me, keep me, keep me lifted up in prayer about this situation. And y'all have a blessed day. And God bless y'all. Amen. Thank you.